This is The Jerry Callahan Show. America, Joe Biden, uh, your commander in chief, the leader of the free world is shuffling into the uh, United Nations as we speak. He's going to speak before the General Assembly, and it should be uh, hilarious and at the same time painful. Uh, John Kerry's by his side. KJP is there. The clown show has commenced at the U.N., and uh, I expect, I don't know how long he's going to speak for. I'm going to say at least half of it will be about the greatest threat to humanity, the existen- the only existential threat to humanity, and that would be the weather. And he will uh, obviously talk about uh, Ukraine and how we have to just keep sending hundreds and billions of dollars to Ukraine to keep that endless war going, at least keep it going until, you know, Russia uses nukes. Then we'll see what happens. But uh, he's go, there he is, got the old man shuffle going, and they're kind of leading him in. It's sort of the same way they lead him into the ice cream store. Uh, he, he doesn't know where he is right now. He's, he's lost. He's looking around, got that smile showing the big fake teeth. Uh, they're pointing over here, Joe. You know, over there, Joe. One thing we know will happen today at the general, in front of the General Assembly. He will not know how to leave the stage. He'll go this way. Then he'll go that way. Then he'll point. Maybe he'll shake hands with an imaginary friend but it will be embarrassing. We will once again ask, is that the best we can do? Is that really the best we can do? A country of 330 million people, and that's the man representing us on the world stage. We will get to the uh, national security concern. (laughs) A new, talk about a uh, story from uh, 2023, a story you never thought you'd see, but there are U.S. officials who, who now say that one of the biggest national security concerns is dementia. Yes, dementia. Our leaders have dementia, and they're uh, and they also have their finger on the the nuke button, and they have <laughs> the finger on their purse, and they're sending all our money to Ukraine and whatever. It, we'll we'll get to it. It's kind of insane, but I look at this, and we talk about this every day. And right now, Trump and Biden are neck and neck. I just looked at the real clear politics average today. Trump is up like a half a point. That's not good. That's not good. If you think a one or two or three point lead for Donald Trump over Joe Biden is a good thing, is a indication that the the country may kick this feeble old man out of office and save the save the nation. I don't look at it that way. It's too close. It's way too close for comfort in my mind. And they will find a way. They will harvest the ballots. They will count them all night. There'll be mail-in balloting. There'll be no verification. It's not good right now. And I have a question for everybody out there. Are we really going to elect this guy? Are we really going to elect this dementia patient who has done everything in his power to destroy this country for the last two and a half years? Um, Right now, if you're not paying attention to, to... to the story at the southern border, it's gotten much, much worse. On a daily basis, six, seven, eight thousand illegal aliens are pouring over the border. One year ago this week, we saw the greatest political stunt, the greatest political maneuver of all time. That is when Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, sent uh, a plane load of illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard. This uh, obviously it was an outrage to the left. They called it inhumane, a stunt. 
but it changed the dynamic in my mind and it woke people up. The people of Martha's Vineyard, all good liberals, all Biden voters, they said that the illegal aliens enriched them. They, they brought them their, their used underwear. They brought them they, some, some, some candy and some snacks. They brought them whatever food was going bad in their refrigerator. They rushed down to the Episcopalian church where they put all the migrants and they said, uh, oh, these poor people, we must do what we can to help them. It's an island full of hotels and inns and big homes with plenty of room, but they kicked them out in 48, 44 hours. That's how long the 49 illegal aliens spent on Martha's Vineyard. 44 hours, and every good liberal was outraged. Every Biden voter said, this is awful, this is cruel, this is inhumane. But it worked, and it, and it, and it was part of a, uh, of a strategy to send the illegal aliens to blue states, to sanctuary cities, uh, to New York, to Chicago, to, to, to uh, L.A., and share the pain. It makes all the sense in the world. You should continue doing this. And uh, everybody can understand how it's not sustainable. Everyone can look to the border, look to the president who is allowing this, who is indeed is encouraging this, who is asking people, who, who he did ask people, illegal aliens, to surge to the border because that's who we are. That's what Joe Biden said in the debates three years ago, surge to the border and uh, seek asylum because that's who we are. Well, after the, uh, after they kicked the illegal aliens off of Martha's Vineyard in 44 hours, because, you know, they just couldn't handle them. It, it, you got to wonder, you know, why should it be up to Texas? Why should it be up to Arizona? Why can't everybody share the pain, share the responsibility What's going on right now in Texas is absolutely insane. And most people don't even pay attention to it. Most people say, eh, whatever, let's talk about the economy. Let's talk about abortion. Let's talk about global warming and race. Let's talk about race relations. This should be the biggest story in America and nothing else should be close. This should, here's what Donald Trump should do in his next interview. Every question they ask, about January 6th, every question they ask about uh, about the threats to democracy or his cases or the classified documents or abortion, for that matter, he should say, I want to talk about the border. Let's talk about the border. Let's talk about what Joe Biden has done at the border. This, There is only one reason Joe Biden has done this. They view it as a way to change the demographics. They want to turn Texas blue. Texas is was red. It's probably purple now. And they want to turn it blue. It might not happen in Joe Biden's lifetime, but Arizona and Texas are both going to flip blue. If his plan continues there, there was an amazing report from Bill Malusian on Fox news uh, over the weekend. I think it was Sunday Eagle Pass, Texas, one town of 28,000 people, a working class town along the border at midnight a caravan, a group, a mob of, of illegal aliens stormed the border, walked into Eagle Pass, Texas. By the time the sun came up, 2,500 illegal aliens had made their way into Eagle Pass, Texas, a town that is smaller than Martha's Vineyard, at least in the summertime. I think Martha's Vineyard is about the same size in the winter, but 2,500 people crossed into Eagle Pass, Texas, 
the people who wailed and whined and cried when 49 illegal aliens landed in Martha's Vineyard don't give a damn about the town of Eagle Pass, Texas. They don't care that these people are overwhelming the schools, the the hospitals, the emergency rooms. They don't care that El Paso now has tens of thousands of illegal aliens sleeping on the sidewalks in El Paso, Texas. It doesn't matter to them because it doesn't affect them. Here's the problem with what DeSantis did. That was the last flight he sent to Martha's Vineyard full of illegal aliens. 49, it was over. It got a big deal. It got a, a lot of attention, a lot of outrage. What are you doing, Ron? Where's the next plane? And the one after that? And the one after that? Greg Abbott, you've done a wonderful job of sending illegal aliens to New York City and Chicago. You have woken the people up. The people in Chicago are outraged and screaming and kicking and yelling about this problem. They voted 96% for Joe Biden. They are getting what they voted for. The people in New York are outraged. They shouted down AOC and Jerry Nadler the other day because they were talking about how we have to find jobs for all these illegal aliens. And they're saying, we can't do this. We can't handle this. Eric Adams said, illegal aliens are destroying New York City. It's working. Keep it coming. You got a year, you got 16 more months of this lawless Biden administration. Here's what you must do, Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis, every Ducey in uh, Arizona, just keep putting them on buses. Just keep putting them on planes. Do not stop. This is the only way you can wake up the entire country. This is only the only way people will understand the insanity. What you're looking at right now, if you're watching along with us, is a is a developing town, a community in the middle of Texas. This was a this is a story from the Daily Wire, and again, it's not the biggest story in the country. It should be, but for some reason, we'll be sidetracked and we'll talk about whatever, Russell Brand, and we'll get to Russell Brand, but this is a little more more important. It's called Plum Grove, Texas. Uh, Here is the story from the Daily Wire. A Texas land developer has established a sprawling settlement north of Houston where thousands of illegal aliens are believed to have settled, raising concerns among experts and elected officials that the development 400 miles in the interior of the United States could become a strategic asset for cartels located in Liberty County uh, near the town of Plum Grove. The Colony Ridge development is a sprawling community that based on an analysis of publicly available information is now over 60 square miles and nearly the size of the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., the population is estimated to be between 50 and 75,000, and it is growing rapidly thanks to a marketing plan targeted at Texas's Hispanic population. The Daily Wire surveyed the development by helicopter to attest uh, the true extent of the growth. They're building a town full of illegal aliens. The developer, this rich guy, this whatever he is, multimillionaire, is giving loans. <laughs> to people who want to uh, build or uh, buy or or develop homes, businesses, uh, a calculation performed based on acreage um, uh, shows six subdivisions 
of already more than 60 square miles, which is bigger than Fayetteville, North, uh, Arkansas. It's owned by a guy named William Trey Harris. Um, it's being it's expanding rapidly in part due to a financing arrangement that makes it possible for illegal illegal aliens to buy land deep in the heart of Texas. So he's selling, he owns this place, 60 square miles. It's massive. And he's selling lots to illegal aliens. And they are going to build homes and businesses in the middle of Texas. How is this not an invasion? How is this not the biggest story in the country right now? And if you haven't seen it, I suggest you check it out. Check it out. They have a helicopter and they are showing you this development on what happened, on what is happening in the middle of the state of Texas. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Just uh, a a place the cartels will control or at least have a footing in um, in the middle of Texas. And whatever, people still, half the country still says they'll vote for Joe Biden. We need more. We need more flights. We need more buses. It is simply out of control. This this is um, the border crossings over last weekend. Last weekend, Friday, 6,989. Saturday, 6,228. Sunday, 7,413. That is more than 20,000 in one weekend. Again, 49 people went to Martha's Vineyard and they flipped out. Oh, after they gave them their used clothes and gave them some of their leftover food and said they enriched them. They hugged them, they kissed them, they cried with them, and they kicked them off the island. This They need more planes. They need more buses. That's the only solution, as we see in Chicago and New York. People are waking up. There is no other reason. There is no other issue bigger than this. In the election of 2024, we can't have four more years of open borders of this insanity. That's the goal. I mean, they've let 7 million in already. It'll be over 10 million by the time we vote uh, in November 2024. And then what? You're going to get four more years of this? There's another video. I think I sent it to you, Ironhead, of a train coming up. A train coming up from, I think, from Panama. It's a it's not a passenger train. There's like there's like cars full of coal and uh, empty cars, and the migrants, the immigrants, the illegal aliens are in this train. Thousands of them, and it's headed north as we speak. A train full of thousands of illegal aliens who are going to walk into our country in a matter of days and just overwhelm the uh, the the border. The old the the, the border patrol. They're going to overwhelm the towns along the border. This is, there it is. <laughs> Look at this. How is this not the biggest story in America right now? A train jam-packed, mostly male, military age from all over the world. And they're going to be among us in a matter of days because our president, because the administration is, the, it's their policy to allow this. We have no Southern border. We have no, <laughs> No way to protect our border. We we protect Ukraine's border. That's important. The buffoon in chief is speaking right now, and he's probably talking about doing more to protect the Ukrainian border while leaving ours wide open. It's just insane. Play the play the beginning of this clip from uh, Bill Malusian, who's there every day. His reports and and 
they, you know, they, they're pretty widely disseminated on Twitter, but there's not a lot of media down there covering this. You'd think you'd send a reporter or two and a camera or two down to show the world, to show the country what is happening right now. But it's like, they don't want to cover it. The media wants to cover this up. <laughs> I understand when they cover up Joe Biden, you know, taking bribes or whatever, sniffing kids to protect their guy. But this is kind of a big deal. I don't think most Democrats, I don't think most liberals are on board with this, of just having a wide open southern border and having tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of of illegal aliens, unvetted. We know nothing about them. Could be terrorists, could be drug dealers, could be pedophiles, just walking into our country and overwhelming these border towns. Some of them, they get on buses, they get on planes, and they overwhelm our cities too. But play a little bit, play the first minute of this Malusian report and tell me this isn't a really big deal. Go ahead. I can tell you that early this morning in Eagle Pass, we witnessed one of the largest mass illegal crossings we have ever seen in the last two and a half years of covering our southern border. We'll get right to this video. Take a look at this stunning footage. Border Patrol sources telling us just after midnight, about 2,500 migrants crossed illegally into Eagle Pass. You can see this lengthy line of them stretching from shore to shore in the river. This video perspective coming from the Mexican side of the river in Piedras Negras one of our contacts over there shooting this video as they essentially bum-rushed Eagle Pass last night. And this happened right next to the port of entry where the Biden administration is telling people to cross legally. They don't care. They're crossing illegally because there are little to no fear of consequences. Take a look at this second perspective, this second piece of video showing uh, what was almost essentially a stampede of people rushing down to the edge of the river just after midnight. You can see some Mexican National Guard soldiers kind of standing Standing around aimlessly, not sure of how to try to stop so many people, but they went rushing into the water and crossed illegally right into Eagle Pass. Over 2,500 of them, according to our sources. Then take a look at this video. Our drone team shot early this morning after the sun came up and those people had already made it to the U.S. side of the border. This is what was left over as they were being processed. Masses of single adults as well as some family units as these migrants continue to have no fear of consequences for crossing the U.S. border illegally. They That's insane. That is incredible. That is incredible. Now, someone explained to me, I would love, I wish I could get some good liberal on to tell me why this is a good thing. I know why you hate Trump. We've gone over that uh, uh, daily. We know you hate Trump. Tell me why you like Biden on the border, why you like this policy that allows 2,500 illegal aliens to walk into one small town in a matter of five hours before the sun came up. After midnight, they started streaming into Eagle Pass. Before the sun came up, there were uh, over 2,500. How many of them are drug dealers? How many of them have fentanyl? How many of them are terrorists? How many of them are criminals? How many of them are rapists, as as Trump would say? Um, How many of them have bad intentions? It doesn't seem to matter. This is, again, this puts the lie to the the, the greatest lie in, in American political history, that Joe Biden is a decent man with compassion and empathy. What is compassionate about allowing your your country to be overrun by the illegal aliens? What is compassion about allowing fentanyl to come into this country, which is killing over 100,000 Americans? 
What's compassionate about supporting the cartels who charge these people thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to get them to the border, to get them into our country? Where's the compassion, the humanity in that destroying town cities like El Paso, destroying neighborhoods in New York and in Chicago? Where's where's the humanity and compassion in that? It's just it's such a freaking lie that this is somehow humane. What what DeSantis did was inhumane, according to Joe Biden, sending them to Martha's Vineyard, where they have lots of hotels and lots of inns and lots of room and lots of money. That was inhumane. This allowing train loads of illegal aliens, allowing drugs and guns and gang members and MS-13 scum to come into your country. That, according to the modern Democrat Party, that's humane. That is insane. This is insane what we're looking at. And I fear we're going to get four more years of it. And I'm not sure there's any coming back for that. There are tens of millions of Americans who are ready to vote for Joe Biden, which means four more years of this. To me, we've gone over the various uh, impeachable offenses that Biden has committed. And God knows there's many, the Afghan withdrawal, the the, the bribe taking, the selling out of his country, the million dollars, billion dollars to fire the prosecutor. There is a mountain of evidence uh, against Joe Biden in this impeachment inquiry. This is the worst. What he's done at the subboard is the worst thing he's done. It's the worst thing any president in my lifetime has ever done. Already allowing seven million into this country illegally, already allowing hundreds of thousands of Americans to die of fentanyl uh, and never, never speaking up about it against it. I mean, he did a speech last week and he talked about how China is our friend and we want China to do well and we don't want to make them. And they're saying, wait a second, China not only sent us the virus that killed a million Americans, they sent the fentanyl through Mexico that's killed hundreds of thousands of Americans. And our president doesn't have the guts or maybe he's just compromised, but he will not speak out against it. He will not confront them. That's what Trump will do. That's what I wish DeSantis or a president Vivek, they will do. The first thing they will do is close the border. Why wouldn't you want that? I mean, it's more important right now than, oh, I don't know, race relations. It's more important than, uh, I don't know, canceling student loans. Whatever these issues we talk about daily, they're, they're nothing compared to our wide open southern border, which is killing Americans, which is hurting this country in so many ways. And people, the media obviously doesn't care. They look the other way. The Democrats, they they lie about uh, the, the border being secure. The Republicans do nothing. They haven't even impeached Mayorkas, who's a criminal. And and KJP can stand up before the media. She'll do it again today, say the border's secure. Yeah, the border's secure. It's all Trump's fault. It is a lie. They are doing this because they view that train full of people they think it's a train full of future Democrats. That's why that's what they're doing. It is cynical. It is sinister. It is evil. And we must throw this bum out. That's the only solution. We must vote this bum out. I don't care if you think Trump is vulgar or if you think Trump is crude or whatever. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't even care who the nominee is running against Biden. You must vote for him to stop this invasion. Simple as that. You must. There's no choice. We have to save the country. It sounds like hyperbole, but watch that video. Look at that train. Look at the numbers. Think of what's happening 
at in Eagle Pass, a small town of 28,000 who got 2,500 illegal aliens that they have to care for in five hours. Think of, think of the phonies on Martha's Vineyard who cried and whined about how they couldn't handle 49 illegal aliens. They booted them off the island in 44 hours. All right. We'll, uh, you know, we'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated because God knows you're not going to find these stories. You're not going to read these stories. We'll see how that town that they're making the whole town. What is it going to be like to, is it going to be, you know, like a headquarters for the, for one cartel or the other in the middle of that town? It's going to be rent full of crime and drugs and guns and gangs. And it's going to be a whole development in the middle of Texas. I'm not sure why the state of Texas can't do something about it. Think of the, think of what, the Texas has tried, God knows, not hard enough, but they've tried. They put those barriers, the razor wire things, the floats with the little blades in the in the Rio Grande. And the federal government, a judge, I'm sure a, a total moonbat judge, ordered them to remove it. They are taking steps. They're stopping Texas from protecting its own border. They sue the state of Texas if it tries to stop an invasion into its own state. That's how nuts it's gotten right now. Anybody supporting Joe Biden, shame on you. Anyone supporting any Democrat, shame on you. They are really trying to destroy America as we know it. And they must be stopped. It's simple as that. Oh, all right, we got lots more to get to on this Tuesday. We got, a, uh, we got Biden speaking. Oh, there he is. Biden, the world has lost ground on climate change. There's the headline right now as this bumble and dementia patient is rambling incoherently. Of course, of course, we got wars, we got problems all over the world, but he's babbling on about the weather and the, the whole climate change scam and the biggest con artist of them all, John Kerry, sitting there front row center. It's disgusting. But anyway, we got to get to this Russell Brand story. I am struggling with this iron head. I'm going to just tell you, I will we'll give you the latest on Russell Brand. It's not good. And uh, how, uh, how social media, how the social media companies are handling it. He's been demonetized on YouTube already because of anonymous uh, uh, accusations, old accusations from anonymous women. But I'm torn because some of it sounds really, really bad. And in a way, he admits he was, he was a drug addict. He was very promiscuous. These stories, while the timing is curious, the timing is very suspicious, um, you can't ignore them. We're going to go over it. We're going to try to uh, make sense of it. Um, uh, I don't give credit to, the, uh, uh, to England very often, the prime minister of England, but I'm going to give him credit on this one. He's doing the right thing. He's banning pit bulls, and it makes all the sense in the world. We should do the same thing here, damn it. We have more Never. from that Ukrainian spokesman, an actual official spokesman for the Ukrainian military, is an American man pretending to be a woman. And, you, and I'm telling you, you're going to think it's an SNL skit. And back when SNL was funny, it is so insane and so bizarre. And the reaction to from Joe Biden will be, let's send him a hundred hundred billion more. Let's just keep sending him billions and billions. I get questions. I get questions about that guy. And uh, Nick Chubb is not coming down for breakfast. We know that last night, a gruesome, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps the most gruesome injury since 
don't know. There's been a few since uh, obviously Joe Theismann is the benchmark. It's right up there. It was brutal. And Adam Schefter's in some trouble for tweeting about it. I'm going to defend Adam Schefter and I'm going to just, I'm going to feel sorry for a Cleveland Browns fans today because Nick Chubb is out, maybe never to return. And Deshaun Watson is well, not good. I had, not, not good. I had Nick Chubb to score a touchdown last night. So everyone pray Did for you, me. <laughs> didn't I, do you have him on your fantasy team? Because if you do, you're screwed. He is just out. The knee, the knee is not supposed to bend that way. The, the ESPN wouldn't show the replay. It was so bad. You had to search it out on social media and it's every bit as gruesome as you might expect. We'll get into that and lots more, but first. Excuse me. We're proud to announce a new sponsor today, Vault U.S. Gold. Vault U.S. Gold is a new breed of gold dealer. They've been in the industry for years, and they hate the questionable sales tricks and tactics that some other dealers use. Vault U.S. Gold was created to offer fair and honest deals to their customers. What makes them different? Well, first, they don't pay their salespeople commissions so they can focus on helping you, not lining their own pockets. Second, Your needs are a priority. They ask about your preferences, tolerance for risk, and ultimate goals. They create a custom-written proposal that details exactly what you are buying and the current price. Few dealers are that transparent because they don't want you to see their huge markups. And if you're thinking of adding gold to your IRA account, this is the right team. They're specialists in gold IRAs. Give Vault USA a call at 833-511-4653. Mention you heard it on this show and you'll get a free gift or visit them online at vaultusgold.com. That's vaultusgold.com. All right. My initial reaction on uh, Saturday or Sunday when Russell Brand put out a statement to get ahead of the story. He, he did a video. We, we could show you some of that. But my initial reaction is, oh, my God, they're coming after Russell Brand for who he is now, not because of what he did then. And some of these accusations go back 20 years, but he's a big social in, social media influencer. Now he's got a real presence and he's one of the most vocal critics of the, of big pharma. That's one of his things, big pharma, big, big, big military industrial complex. He's a, he's a damn good uh, critic of these institutions of Fauci of the, of the Vax of the COVID shots uh, he points out that there are, uh, I forget the number, 200 new billionaires in Big Pharma. Points out how much money uh, Pfizer has made and at the same time buying support, Pfizer and Moderna, from mainstream media. I mean, I never, th- I used to hate him, but when he started going on these rants uh, and, and he went on with Rogan and he went on uh, with Bill Maher. And he really is pushing back uh, against the, the mainstream media and they're coming for him. Right. So my initial reaction is, oh, here we go. They're coming for him the way they did for, for Tucker, the way they came after Rogan, essentially when Rogan uh, uh, used ivermectin uh, and they, and CNN actually altered the picture to make him look sick. I mean, the, the media does not tolerate contrarians like this. They're all in, as we know, the job of the mainstream media is to support the establishment, support the deep state, big pharma, Fauci, the war in Ukraine. A few brave souls have pushed back and many of them have paid a price. The price 
used to be you were banned from all social media platforms. Now Twitter is the last bastion of some semblance of free speech. So I think Russell Brand will still be on Twitter, but he's done at YouTube. This is just breaking this morning. It's amazing. These Again, these are serious accusations. I'm going to go over them, and we're going to play uh, Megyn Kelly's reaction to this. But you, this is just breaking this morning. YouTube said Tuesday that Russell Brand will no longer make money from the video streaming site after several women made allegations of sexual assault against the comedian-turned-influencer. YouTube said monetization of Brand's account, which has 6.6 million subscribers, has been suspended following serious allegations against the creator. The decision applies to all channels that may be owned or operated by Russell Brand. He's got like four channels. Just give me an estimate, Ironhead. I'm not good at this. How much money does 6.6 million subscribers mean for a YouTube influencer? What are we talking about here? I'd say probably like six figures a month, maybe. Yeah, uh, at least. I'm going to say at least because uh, when they banned uh, Matt Walsh, Matt Walsh was making like uh, 150000 a month on YouTube and they banned him. Um, that's a lot, obviously. And I think Russell Brand's got more of a worldwide global brand. So I'm thinking. Oh, definitely. Yeah, mi- definitely. Millions and millions and millions. He's got four channels. He's, he's banned from all of them, from monetizing on all of them. And he was really good at this. I mean, he, he did his, uh, if, if you'd see, he'd do a, a segment for all um, his viewers and listeners. And then he would go to uh, behind uh, to the subscriber only. And I think he was really cashing in. That's all over. And it's over because of old allegations from anonymous women who aren't putting their name to it, aren't putting their face to it. That is scary, right? I honestly believe, you know, he, he's, He's innocent to proven guilty. That's the way we used to look at things in this country. It is scary that they can look at these accusations and just say, well, you know, doesn't sound good. Doesn't look good. We're going to take from you millions and millions of dollars. And we're going to brand you a uh, sexual predator, a rapist. I'm uncomfortable with this whole thing. And I'll tell you why, because it's old again, it's anonymous and the timing is just so strange. I read this. I didn't read the story because it's behind a paywall, but there are plenty of uh, 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 summaries out there and uh, all the media outlets are writing about it and they're going through the allegations. And obviously the mainstream media would like to see him destroyed uh, uh, or at least, at least uh, silenced. But there are four allegations from four women. They all use pseudonyms. I'm not sure why it's just coming out now. Honestly, one of them from 2003. So these are serious. Let's assume they're true. Let's assume he did these awful things. He raped women. Why are we just finding out in 2023? The timing is very suspicious and it's kind of coordinated. There's a TV network and the uh, London Times uh, all came out with this report at the same time. However, I have trouble dismissing it out of hand. And I know I've all, I used to just always believe women I always thought the you know, accusations were true. Not always. Usually, I mean, it all changed with Kavanaugh when you, when they brought out these actors, uh, these liars, Christy Blasey Ford, Sweat Sweatnick, Julie Sweatnick, and they just lied about uh, uh, Kavanaugh tried to destroy the man's life. It was despicable. 
I kind of got a little more cynical, a little more skeptical after that. So I see this thing come out. I see his statement and I say, oh man, they're just trying to stop Russell Brand. He's dangerous. And then you read it and you go, why is he? I mean, one woman, they they all use uh, fake names. This woman calls herself Nadia. She says she describes being raped by him in his home after rejecting suggestions of a threesome. She was treated by a rape crisis center following the attack, but declined to file a police report at the time due to concerns about her reputation and the backlash she could face. Nadia provided reporters with screenshots of text messages written after the incident during which she wrote, when a girl says no, it means no. And Brand replied that he was very sorry. Investigators also reviewed her medical records from the crisis center and subsequent counseling sessions to corroborate her account. Another woman was 16 when she was quote groomed by um, Russell Brand. Uh, She calls herself Alice. She said Brand sexually assaulted her when he shoved uh, his, uh, his penis in her, mm, even as she was pushing him away, she said she had to punch him in the stomach to get her off him. Then there's Phoebe. She's described as sexual assault. Uh, and there's uh, a fourth person doesn't use a name said she was sexually assaulted and physically and emotionally abused. Now, I don't know if the statute of limitation runs out. I don't know if these people just don't want to go to court. These women don't want to go through it. Um, but I'd feel a lot better about the, about the, uh, the, the destroying of Russell Brand if they went to the cops, if there were a police report, if there were a pending case. It's not going to happen. His life is going to be res- destroyed by, for, from anonymous accusations by women without any proof, without any real proof. So it's uncomfortable. You don't have to like the guy, uh, but there's no, there's no act. There's not going to be any actual proof. There's not going to be an actual criminal case and he's going to lose untold millions of dollars and advertisers are going to bail on him like that. That's the way it works, but we'll let you decide, read, read the accounts, read this story, and let's listen to Russell Brand as he tried to get out ahead of it. And I don't think he did a great job. And I'll tell you why, but let's listen to Russell Brand a little bit as he defends himself just prior to this story breaking. Go ahead. Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Now, this isn't the usual type of video we make on this channel where we critique, attack, and undermine the news in all its corruption, because in this story, I am the news. I've received two extremely disturbing letters, or a letter and an email, one from a mainstream media TV company, one from a newspaper listing a litany of extremely egregious and aggressive attacks, as well as some pretty stupid stuff, like uh, my community festival should be stopped, that I shouldn't be able to attack mainstream media narratives on this channel. But amidst this litany of astonishing, rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute. 
These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was always transparent about that then, almost too transparent. And I'm being transparent about it now as well. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question is there another agenda at play? Particularly when we've seen coordinated media attacks before, like with Joe Rogan, when he dared to take a medicine that the mainstream media didn't approve of. And we saw a spate of headlines from media outlets across the world using the same language. I'm aware that you guys have been saying in the comments for a while, watch out, Russell, they're coming for you. You're getting too close to the truth. Russell Brand did not kill himself. I know that a year ago there was a spate of articles. Russell Brand's a conspiracy theorist. Russell Brand's right wing. I'm aware of news media making phone calls, sending letters to people I know for ages and ages. It's been clear to me, or at least it feels to me, like there's a serious and concerted agenda to control these kind of spaces and these kind of voices. And I mean my voice along with your voice. I don't mind them using my books and my stand-up to talk about my promiscuous, consensual conduct in the past. What I seriously refute are these very, very serious criminal allegations. Also, it's worth mentioning that there are witnesses whose evidence directly contradicts the narratives that these two mainstream media outlets are trying to construct, apparently in what seems to me to be a coordinated attack. Now, you know, I don't want to get he, into... Uh, he, he, uh, he's right about one thing. There was a woman came forward, uh, said she had a relationship with him. She talked to the Times, uh, the London Times, I believe, and... Um, denied that he w that he was inappropriate, defended him, and she was left out of the story. They didn't include the woman, uh, a very attractive young woman from England who defended him, and she got uh, she ended up uh, getting cut out of the story. So that's suspicious. But here's the problem is we're never he's never going to have his day in court. He's going to get smeared. They're going to pounce. They already don't like him, the mainstream media, and the social media companies are going to destroy him, are going to cut him off and he's going to lose millions and millions and millions of dollars for accusations that will never be heard in court. He'll, he'll never have a chance to prove his innocence. And um, it's, it just seems wrong at this point for, for, to either to come to either conclusion that he's guilty or innocent at this point, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, which I don't normally do, but we'll see if uh, more women come forward. We'll see if the women who spoke anonymously put their name on it. And maybe someone, maybe someone goes to the police and says, and the statute of limitations not up and said, he did this to me and he gets his day in court, but it won't matter. He'll still lose all his YouTube subscribers. He'll still get kicked off most of social media. He'll still be branded a rapist, and there's no change in that. I mean, hell, lots of people still think R Brett Kavanaugh's a rapist when we know they all just completely made it up. Anyway, let's listen to Megyn Kelly. Yesterday, I have to say, lots of people, right-wingers, podcasters, radio, were defending Brand just without even reading the story. I thought about doing that because I do find it suspicious. And then I read the story and felt a little queasy. I'm not going to do it. And neither at this point is Megyn Kelly. Let's listen to Megyn go on a really good rank. Can we play she, Yeah, she is the voice of reason. And I usually follow her lead on these things because she's not one to just blindly believe people. Right. So if she if she's like, this happened, I, I believe her. 
tell you guys, I realize that the knee-jerk instinct now by so many is Russell Brand is wrongly accused. These women are all liars. I'm sorry, this is extremely detailed. And in the case of the other woman, there's an actual set of medical records after she went to a rape crisis center the day of the alleged encounter, plus apologetic begging for forgiveness text from Russell Brand. Could you please for a second stay open-minded to the possibility that the women are telling the truth? We don't need to so overcorrect from the Me Too movement that every woman gets completely disregarded and called a liar when she finds the guts to come forward and make an allegation. They may be telling the truth. It's worth investigating. We don't need to knee-jerk condemn him and we don't need to knee-jerk condemn them. I'm just pissed because what I've seen is like a rash of guys coming out to be like, it's bullshit. You don't know whether it's bullshit or not. Did you read the report of this woman? Did you read the rape, the alleged rape details? Did you read the text message that she has from Russell Brand begging for forgiveness? There's at least enough for us to want more facts. That's it. She's right. She's right. The knee-jerk reaction from everybody when they saw Brand's statement was to defend him even before they read the story. In fact, I think many of people defending Brand have not read the story at all. They do not know that he sent the woman a text begging for forgiveness. Did not know that she went and got a rape kit on that day. And they do not know one of the alleged victims is 16. Uh, but we're going to wait. How's that? I'm going to wait. I'm going to some uncharacter. I'm going to show some uncharacteristic uh, patience on this one because it's uncomfortable. Read the story, and uh, I mean the timing is suspicious. The uh, the fact that there's years have gone by is suspicious, but the details are disturbing. And as she points out, Megan points out, you got that text. That's there. That's real. And uh, him talking about how he was all oh, so very promiscuous and he was on heroin. Maybe he doesn't remember. Maybe he was so out of his mind. It was like. Hunter Biden, he doesn't even remember, but uh, uh, I don't necessarily believe all women, but uh, they deserve to be heard. That's all I'll say. All right, we got to move. We got to get to the, uh, you know, the the first time I think I've ever praised the prime minister of England for uh, making a new law. Usually the new laws are like out of, they're like, you know, (laughs) denying people their right to speak freely or putting people in prison for misgendering, using the wrong pronoun. That's what's happening in, uh, Western Europe these days, but in England, they've done the right thing. Something we should do in this country. They're banning pities. Ironhead, no more pities in England. Oh and, crap. And, and you know what? I don't even think this, you can't defend it. Here's why. Here's why. Because you, there's nothing you can do. You could say, you know, the owners, the, it's the owners, they, it's how you raise them, how you train them. But we have stories of people who have pit bulls that have been well-behaved, well-trained, and then turned like that. They're trained to kill. They're born to kill. They're by far, lots of, lots of dogs bite. Only one breed kills. At least one breed kills a lot more than all the others combined. I mean, it's documented. Why I, I asked you this when you had a pit bull and, you know, um, rest in peace, uh, FUD. But why choose a pit bull when you could choose another breed? There's hundreds of other breeds. There's mutts. Why? Why do you want a pit bull? I didn't choose the pit bull, Jerry. He chose me. He's the man. Oh, Jesus. They call them American bully dogs in, uh, in England. It says they will be banned in the UK after Prime Minister Rishi 
Sunak referred to them as, quote, a danger to our communities. The move comes after a public outcry following a series of recent attacks, including one that seriously injured an 11-year-old girl. Sunak has asked government ministers to legally define the characteristics of the American bully with the assistance of police and canine experts. The breed is not recognized by groups such as the uh, American Kennel Club or the Kennel Club of Britain. Uh, let's listen to the prime minister explain why he's going to ban these vicious killers. Go ahead. Uh, that video was corrupted. It wouldn't play. Why? I don't know. Uh, the only thing, the, the only one I found was um, that quick one with that weird music on it. All right, play that. All right. One second. But yeah, I don't think, I don't think they're, they're bad. They're obviously strong, but I mean, golden retrievers are strong. Any dog is strong. If you bring them up oh, to be, please, please. if you bring golden them up, retrievers. if you bring them up to be dickheads, they're going to be a dickhead. Latch on to their prey and don't let go. Golden retrievers don't do that. Um, it's insane that you would defend a dog that at any moment might kill the neighbor's kid or the neighbor's pet. Why? I mean, my question is not, you know, why? You know, why ban them? Why do, why do you want them? What makes you want a dog that is that you have to wonder, you have to be nervous about every day if you're living in a neighborhood with children? If you're walking your dog, what if your dog gets off leash and kills someone? Why would you want that concern when you don't have to have it? You can have any number of other breeds. Why? You know, what's the logic? You can't have a lion. You can't have a leopard. You know, you can't have an alligator. Why do you want a pit bull? Makes no sense to me. All dogs and need love, remember, Jerry. All dogs need love. Like, uh, you know what? There's you look at the statistics. They kill many more people and pets than any other breed, and some of them are loved, like yours, like yours was. Um, but uh, I assume what happened? The authorities put him down because he <laughs> killed the neighbor's kid. Is that what happened? No, he got liver cancer and died within like two seconds. And you get to rest easy now. You don't have to worry. Is my Look at him. Look at him. Uh, you know, kill my neighbor's kid. Lots of cute dogs out there. Lots. You could pick one that is not a danger to society. Uh, this should happen in the U.S. before another kid. Hell, we talk about these stories all the time. The last time we had two kids killed. And the parents, the, the couple that had the kids, they, they said that dog was great. He was great with the kids. He just snapped one day and killed their kids. That's what happens when you have a pit bull. But all right, let me do Shay. And uh, we don't have to hear from the prime minister. I don't even know what the hell happened there. And then we'll get to the latest concern that U S national security personnel have in America. It's no surprise, but it's kind of sad. And uh, we'll see if there's an update on Nick Chubb. I know, I know it's not going to be good. Uh, but I'll tell you why people were pissed at Adam Schefter. I'm going to defend Adam Schefter. This was so stupid. Do you want me to get the video ready or no? Have you watched it yet? No, I don't. I'm going to watch it with my eyes shut. If I play it. Sure. Get the video. ready. I mean, I, I had to go online because it was hard to see initially. And then they said, they're not going to show it again. So I jumped online and found it and it is gruesome and is brutal. You can look away, but, uh, you know, have, have you seen Joe Theismann's? Have you seen, you know, uh, Gordon Hayward's uh, was the grossest one. Gordon I've seen Hayward, that's time. true. Gordon Hayward was a pretty bad one. Have you seen, uh, did you see uh, a UFC fighter, a UFC fighter yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago, broke his femur right above his knee. And his, right. it was there's, there's always good ones from UFC, but uh, right, we'll get to that. Uh, but first, uh, excuse me. 
As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, the, uh, before we get to uh, the Nick Chubb update and our sympathy, our condolences to uh, Browns fans, this is from uh, Just the News. Current and former U.S. officials with dementia may pose a national security threat, according to a Pentagon-funded study that is bringing more uh, scrutiny to aging politicians for recent apparent lapses in cognitive abilities. Because people are living longer and working longer, quote, the workforce might experience a higher prevalence of dementia than in past generations, the study said. Uh, Taken together, we believe an increasing number of cleared personnel, that is personnel, Personnel who hold or have held security clearances, clearances have or will have dementia. And it mentions Mitch McConnell first, then Diane Feinstein. And then at 80, Joe Biden's the oldest person to hold the Oval Office in U.S. history. And his several public gaffes and stumbles have made his mental and physical fitness a hot, hotly debated topic as he runs for reelection. It is a national security concern now that people in power have dementia. Really? (laughs) Uh, I would say that's pretty obvious, and I'd say it is frightening. The man who will decide if Putin uses a nuke in Ukraine, who will decide whether we retaliate, has dementia. We know that. The minority leader in the Senate has dementia. Hell, Dianne Feinstein passed away like three months ago. She's still in the Senate. By the way, she's still follows the dress code in the Senate. So Dianne Feinstein still dresses like a, a senator, but John uh, Fetterman doesn't. John Fetterman can't. That, you know what? We did this yesterday. We'll do it again, uh, I'm sure. But Fetterman is in a he's disgrace. When you think about it, he's a U.S. senator. If he just put on like a decent shirt, like a dress shirt and like long pants, he don't have to wear a suit and tie. People wouldn't even notice if he just wore a a sport coat, maybe an open collar, maybe really comfortable, like, pants, he'd be fine. Oh, my God, really? But he's wearing gym shorts and a dirty hoodie and, like, basketball sneakers and thinks, you know, that makes him some kind of rebel. He's just don't do it. on babies, never worked a day in his life, pretending to be a working-class hero. And they bend the rules. They change the rules just for him. It's like, it's like with the transgender thing. All they're concerned about is the one, the feelings of one competitor, Leah Thomas. The hell with all the other girls. The hell with the Senate. The hell with the quorum. The hell with tradition. We want this big moron to feel comfortable in his gym shorts. So they change the rules. 
Senators can dress however they want. Susan Collins joked that she might wear a bikini on the Senate floor, which would be something I'm <laughs> not in favor of. Maybe, uh, I don't know, we'll find, come up with another senator who, uh, uh, maybe, uh, you know what, if, there was a, if the Republicans really wanted to bring attention to this, they should all show up today like in bathing suits and Hawaiian shirts, flip-flops. How's this? This is what you want from the Senate? And the aides, you know, the staffers, they still have to wear suits and ties. But this one big moron, this one big vegetable can dress however he wants. My right. name is John Fetterwoman. Oh, he is such a disgrace. Yeah, get that, <laughs> I said to that clip when he's asked about Marjorie Taylor Greene. So he's feeling cocky. He's got his new look. He's got rid of the goatee. He's got a mustache. He's feeling cocky because they changed the rules of the Senate just for him. So he's doing a few interviews and everyone is just more embarrassing than the last. He can't, he can't function. He's not a functioning adult right now. He's still completely incoherent, confused, uh, and he's never going to improve. We know that. It's from the stroke. He's never going to improve. Show, can, do you have that clip where Chris Hayes is asking him about Maji Taylor Green? Yep, I'm pulling it up right now. <clears throat> um, and he's acting like he's, you know, got it all going on, but he's, he's, he's still impaired, put it that way. And he's a Senate, and everybody in the state of Pennsylvania should be ashamed that they did this. They foisted this big... The, idiot on the, the country. The mustache alone shouldn't be allowed. It's not fooling yeah, anybody. All the, every day, every time I tweet about him, everyone's, that's not him. That's a body double. That's a fake. Uh, let's listen. Just try to make sense of his answer when he's asked about MTG. Go ahead. Uh, what, what do you say to that? Well, you know, her platform, you know, really, she runs on more and more ding-a-ling, you know, picks, you know, on uh, in the, uh, the meetings uh, over in, in uh, Congress. So, again, uh, I, I'm not really sure why she cares how I dress, uh, but, you know, she really takes it a different way. Ding-a-ling picks? <laughs> ding-a-ling picks? What does Marjorie Taylor Greene have to do with see confusing her with Lauren Boebert or something? I don't know. but Probably. Even if he were healthy he's a moron and he's not healthy yeah. and he's just an embarrassment to the country they should have just said john put a shirt and pants on period you can dress like that in your days off off time whatever when you're on the senate floor he hell he'd done it he'd worn a suit a few times and he just decided he wasn't going to do it anymore and they changed the rules it's like he's some kind of you know special needs you have that you know in the classroom you have a special aid to take care of the kid with special it's like, let's change the rules and accommodate him uh, at the expense of everyone else. It's uncomfortable. All right. Here's what happened with Alex. If you haven't seen it, it's brutal. Nick Chubb, the poor Browns, Nick Chubb, uh, his knee. Are you showing it right now? I'm going to get the Adam Schefter story up. I, I'm not playing it until we give a full heads up because I accidentally saw it when I was downloading it. It's freaking gross. Full heads up. This, You know what? Here's the... Here's the bottom line. This is brutal. This is gruesome. This is painful. This is just cruel. What's happening to Nick Chubb. I mean, he might be done forever. He's had serious knee injuries before. The knee is not supposed to bend this way. He's out at least a year, I would say. We haven't got the update. And maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe, you know, it'll be like Saquon Barkley. I thought his ACL was gone too. On Sunday, he's out three weeks. That is a good break for the Giants and for Barkley. But you guys have two uh, seconds Chubb. to look away. Two seconds, and I'm going to start playing it. Okay, I'm I'm on another page. So go ahead, play. Go ahead and do it. I'm I'm going to. Uh, oh, I love I've already guy. seen it. 
I looked again. Uh, it is brutal. It oh. is every bit as brutal as Joe Theismann or Alex Smith or Willis McGahee or any of the other injuries we've talked about in the past. Your leg is not, but oh, Dak Prescott had one. It's not supposed to go that way. This is part of the oh. appeal of the NFL in a completely twisted, insane way. This is why we watch because the danger is always looming. Not necessarily the danger of a knee going the wrong way, but of a guy just getting just destroyed. There's no other sport other than maybe boxing or UFC where you can say that you watch football because it is so tense. It is so serious. You know, the game is hard. It is brutal. That's why pro bowls don't work or exhibitions or preseason games don't work because the game is meant to be played, you know, with your life on the line, full speed. And that's what happens. That this, right. The speed, the strength, it's, it's just this combination that is bad for the human body, but it is good for the game in a weird way. It is, you can't take your eyes off it. It is such a brutal, vicious game. But here's what happened last night after um, uh, Chubb's injury. Here's what Adam Schefter tweets. And he got all kinds of blowback on this, which I don't understand. He writes, Nick Chubb dislocated his left knee and tore his MCL, PCL, and LCL with cartilage damage on October 10th, 2015. He injured the same knee tonight versus Pittsburgh. And he is just getting bombarded with people saying how bad that tweet was. And Why? He said, it says, no way you should have clout chased like this. Uh, damn, I thought... Uh, uh, says, why are you the way you are? This woman tweets at Adam Schefter. <laughs> Adam, I'm begging you, read your tweets before you post them. Another guy says, I mean, one after another, outrageous way to start this tweet. What? He just pointed out he blew out the other knee eight years ago. I mean, the same knee eight years ago. This is worse. This will be an ACL, I predict, and we won't see him again for, Possibly for a year. Possibly possibly ever you're right i mean he will maybe he'll never be the same and it's just too bad it's cruel and you put that on top of the fact that deshaun watson stinks right now browns gave up three first round picks and gave him 240 million dollars and he's got talent i've seen him at his best and he can be you know they can fix him but he looked bad last night he had two personal fouls for face masking and he shoved the ref and he made some dreadful throws and they lost and they lost the game and their star running back. It sucks to be a Browns fan. Did it you really ever, is. Do you ever see the Sid Vicious one that Mark's talking about? Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols? No, he, he, he was a, uh, a wrestler. He jumps off the top rope, and when he lands on the mat, his shin just split in half. I have not, I did uh, not know he was a wrestler. He was, the, uh, I believe, the bass player for the uh, Sex Pistols. He died. Yes, uh, yes, he did. I think the other one no did longer, too. <laughs> no longer with us. I don't. He was a pretty messed up guy. So you know, maybe. Uh, but anyway, we will leave it there. Good luck to uh, Nick Chubb, and our condolences to Browns fans everywhere. I'm going to go watch the uh, Joe Biden speech and hopefully have a good laugh. I assume it's full of gaffes and full of warnings about global warming destroying the planet. I'm sure he is embarrassing this country as he always does. Thanks for. Uh, listening and commenting. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. But I'm going to go to bed. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? 
Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.